Hey all parents, caregivers, brothers, sisters, if you have a child in your life, you are in the right place. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Kayla, and you are listening to the KCSL podcast, a podcast for parents by parents who understand the thing about the rules of parenting, that there really just aren't any. Okay, so now that I have middle schoolers, one of the major things I worry about is middle school bullying, Uh, whether it's an online quarrel, don't know if that's a cool word or not, but I'm just going to throw it out there, or maybe feeling rejected at school. It's all fairly common. But despite its normalcy, bullying can be a difficult topic to discuss with our kids, especially because they usually don't want to tell us they are being bullied. So what do you do when you find out your child is being bullied? Where do you even start? Who can help? We'll answer all these questions in today's episode. So the first thing that you can do if you find out that your child is being bullied or you suspect that they might be um, is to listen and support them. So offer extra opportunities for your child to talk to you. Make it as easy as possible for them to be able to talk to you. Um, Be really responsive to how and when they feel comfortable talking. So you may eat dinner together as a family, but that may not be um, a time that they really feel comfortable talking about something like this. Um, Be really understanding if they're hesitant to talk or they seem really withdrawn. Be mindful about offering advice. So advice could be really helpful um, if your child isn't sure how to handle this situation. Um, But at this point, your child may just need somebody to listen to them. Um, They may not really be ready for advice at that moment. Always remind your child that the bullying isn't their fault, Um, especially if you're offering advice. You don't you know, advice can be helpful, but you also don't want them to leave with the impression that this situation is something that they have to fix um, or this problem that they have to solve. You really want them to know that the problem is the other person. The problem isn't with them. And for teenagers that don't like to talk because what teenager really likes to talk to their parents anymore, maybe you could watch for changes. Uh, it could be outbursts of crazy emotions, maybe changes in friends. They could start skipping school or wanting to stay home more often. Even in younger kids, if they start saying, you know, they don't feel good, but they look like they feel fine and they just don't want to go to school, that could also be kind of a change that you should look out for. Um, another one could be quitting extracurricular activities that they used to love doing. Um, Even though these are typical signs of moody teenagers, notice them, and it is important to ask what's going on, even even if it's in a form of an indirect question, like, what's going on with this missing friend that you used to hang out with all the time, or why do you want to quit playing baseball or going to this certain club all of a sudden? Just those are things you could watch out for as well if they're not coming to you forward. Um, Whether your child is coming to you to talk to you about bullying or you just notice signs and think that they might be, it'll be really important to remind them how much they're loved, remind them of their worth and their value, and that that's unconditional. Um, If they are being bullied, then they have at least one, maybe multiple people telling them um, in various ways throughout the day that they aren't, that they aren't loved, that they aren't valued, and that they're not worth anything. And so having somebody to remind them that they are will be helpful. And then again, just the reminder that the bullying is not their fault. It is the reflection of the bully, not them. Another thing that can be helpful is to label it. So label the events or actions that are happening as bullying. So this can help reinforce this is a negative behavior of the bully, not a consequence of the bullied child's behavior or their personality or their qualities. It isn't their fault. 
Yeah, so I was talking to my middle schooler about this topic, and he kind of gave me a little bit of insight that sometimes they don't use the word bullying. They don't label it as bullying. You know, watch for other words, maybe like, I'm having drama with this certain person, or there's beef between me and this person. Um, Sometimes bullying can make them feel it's a shameful thing or they're embarrassed that you come straight out and ask that. So maybe just watching out for other words that could kind of mean bullying could also be a sign, you know, that you could come forward on and ask them about as well. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. And I, I think that kind of reinforces why labeling could be helpful. You know, if you have a child that is referring to a situation as this is just drama between me and this person, but you listen to like, you know, what's happening and you can see that this, whatever we regardless of the term that they use to describe it this is really bullying this is pretty serious mm-hmm. and so helping them see that you know this situation that you call drama this is bullying this yeah. is a big deal mm-hmm. um, and we should do something about it can kind of help um help them see you know see the situation for what it is yeah that it's something yeah. serious um so when we're doing what we can personally to support our child what's that next step Um, So the next step could possibly be build positive support for your child. So does your child have supportive friends or family that could help? Consider your child and family dynamics before talking about the bullying situation. If your child may not want others to know what is happening, just spending extra time around supportive people can be helpful. So maybe you can consider counseling or support groups. So I know school counselors uh, can keep records. Um, They can help the child evaluate the situation and maybe think of other ways to possibly deal with it that's not coming from a parent so then it's not I guess un, not as uncool or you know <laughs> sometimes when a parent tells their ch- child something it's not cool but if they hear it from someone else then you know all of a sudden mm-hmm. it is cool and oh yeah that makes total sense if I deal with it that way mm-hmm. yeah being a parent is just great sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if things start to get really ugly and they start to feel maybe the world is working against them, you could help them get involved in activities or clubs that align with their interests. It could maybe help move their energy towards something different than what's going on. Um, I think it would be really important to ensure that your child would enjoy and feel comfortable um, and to really support your child in this. So, you know, new people or new activities, even if it's something, an interest they already had, like they really love chess and you found this really cool chess club, um, just being, um, being with new people, a new activity, that could add stress to a child that has experienced bullying. So it'll be really important to follow your child's lead. Is this something that they're excited about? Does this feel like a good thing that they're ready for? Or is this just going to add stress to when they're already stressed? So it'll be really important to just follow their lead on that and really make those decisions with them and not for them. Aside from supporting your child, another piece to addressing bullying is to advocate for your child. So keep in mind that You can always call the police if a crime has occurred. So thinking of physical harm that occurs during bullying or in the case of cyberbullying, sometimes there's exchange of nude photos for Mm -hmm. um, children that are underage. Um, So if you if you believe that there's physical harm or you see that there's physical harm happening, believe that there's a crime that's occurring, you can call the police. You can do that each time an event occurs. Uh, If your child is being physically harmed, um, call each time that happened and document what's happening. Document the injuries, what time it happened, who was involved, um, all of the details surrounding it. 
if no crime is occurring and there isn't that immediate harm, you can start with the teacher. I think even if even if you notify the police that a situation is occurring, it's always nice to, it'll be helpful to notify the school as well so they can address it mm-hmm. during the school day. But in that meeting with the teacher, you'd want to describe the situation in detail as much as you know. And I think it'll be really important to come into this meeting with an open mind. Um, you can be really firm about the boundary that it's inappropriate for your child to be bullied at school while still being open to kind of collaboration and problem solving with that teacher um, in, you know, a, in a respectful way. <laughs> you can hold to your boundaries yes. and be respectful at the same time. And I think especially in these first meetings, that'll be really important to set the tone for the effort to address the situation. Um, you can ask for a copy of the bullying policies. Every school should have one. Um, familiar, familiarize yourself with them. So ensure that you understand what the school, what the definition of bullying is in that school, what qualifies as bullying, what doesn't, and what have they laid out are their policies for addressing it, and that'll be really helpful in those meetings with the teachers as well. In those initial meetings, really aim to learn as much as you can about the situation um, and what the options are for avoiding and preventing the situation moving forward. And really, again, that focus on being collaborative with the teacher. Try to leave those meetings with a concrete plan if possible. So we don't want to just have a meeting to have a meeting to talk about it. You want to move, you want to leave that meeting with, you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is what the teacher is going to do. This is what the school is going to do to address this problem. If the situation continues, you can reach out to the principal and you can continue working your way up the chain of administration if the situation isn't adequately, be, adequately being addressed. So you'd start with their teacher. You could escalate it to the principal, escalate it to the superintendent, to the school board, and to the Department of Education, and continue to advocate for your child um, until something is done. Absolutely. These are amazing, wonderful points. I could not stress more. As a parent, you have every right in the world to be as very involved with your kids' school and anything that's going on with them at school. So don't ever feel like as a parent, you can't go to a teacher. And like Stephanie said, if you feel like the teacher's not addressing that situation, go to the principal, go to a counselor, go higher up until you feel the need you have is being met. Just remember that always as a parent, you have that right. It. I love that point. Very good. <laughs> And also in this wonderful technology world that we live in, um, and we can't shelter our kids from it, unfortunately, be a part of their online experience. Familiarize yourself with the platforms that they use. Explain to them how the online and offline (laughs) world are connected, and let them know about the different risks that they face there as well. Because that online world, it's no joke. It's scary out there. Okay. So what if the bullying does not stop or the school is not being supportive? What what can you do then? If the situation is not being resolved and you've exhausted all of your advocacy options, think of ways that you can remove your child from the environment. So how can you prevent your child from being bullied in that situation by removing them from that situation? So if the bullying is happening during a sport or a club or a class at school, um, maybe they can change their schedule so they're not in that class anymore. Um, If they participate in chess club at school, that's where the bullying is happening, then see if there's a city chess club that they could participate in instead, or if there's maybe a sports team in a different league or through like the Y or something that, so they're still participating in these activities that they love, but they're not participating with 
in the same environment as the bully is. If if it's just happening generally at school, then you may need to consider if there's other options for schooling. This could be a different school if you do live in an area big enough to where you have those options. If you don't, you live in an area where there's only one public school, at that point you could consider whether homeschooling or online public school is something that, um, that you could do as a family. Um, online public school would be similar to the remote virtual learning that has been happening um, due to COVID. And even if, if that is something that um, seems like it would work for your child, the online public school, they can still participate in, mm-hmm. um, in clubs and activities. So I, I know that that, I mean, that would be a concern myself as a parent looking at online public schools, missing out on that socialization. But there's quite a bit of things that you can do mm-hmm. so your child is still socializing with others their age. They're just not put in a situation where they have to socialize with a bully. Yeah, and I know kids that struggled in school, either educationally or due to bullying or whatever that may have been, um, that are thriving on those online programs. So that's definitely an awesome, awesome option to look into because I know homeschooling is terrifying for a lot of other parents, (laughs) (laughs) especially me. (laughs) So, yeah, so that's always a great, a great resource to look into the online schooling. So. And I I think likewise, uh, this will be a step that's important to kind of follow your child's lead and really make them a part of this um, decision making to see if, you know, is this bully, is this bullying distressing enough that they would want to change schools or that they would want to do online learning? Um, I think it'll be more helpful for the child if they feel like they are a part of making these decisions that have a pretty significant effect on their life. Um, rather than feeling like decisions are being made for them. Yeah, and don't ever think they're not getting like that lack of education through the online school. They have great, amazing programs out there. Just got to kind of research which ones work best for you and your kiddo. So we know that sending kids off to school is pretty scary, um, but we hope after listening to today's podcast, maybe you have some comfort or hope. Through encouraging open and honest conversation about bullying with your kiddo, uh, you can help build confidence in them to be strong, not only for themselves, but maybe for someone else as well. Also, it can make them trust you to help them along the way. If you have questions about this topic or any others, you can call 1-800-CHILDREN 24-7 and talk to a real person. And always, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please hit subscribe so you don't miss out on our next episode. And remember, in this crazy life of parenting, you are never alone. See you next time.